Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Hey, how are ya? Welcome to another edition of the Playmakers Tuesday, January 11th. Lots of French fries on the calendar today. Ooh. My name is Lindsey Brown. The ooh you just heard is uh, my producer and co-hosty. I'm not sure. We're going to have to come up with a with a certain title for you. I don't think that fully encompasses producer, what you Producer, co-host are. doesn't fit the bill? Yes. Maybe just like Something general cool. spirit. I don't know. We'll have to workshop that, among other things, uh, because we are, are, are putting this all together on a daily basis here on The Playmakers. We're here to talk about the sports. We're here to talk about things that are going on in life outside of sports as well. We have to preview tonight's Golden Knights and Toronto Maple Leafs matchup. They're making their only visit to the fortress of the season. Thank goodness, because if they were scheduled to play up in Canada, they would not be playing today. Uh, We'll talk about the fact that Jack Eichel was on the ice today at morning skate. First time that we've seen him in a Vegas Golden Knights uniform in a red jersey. He's not going to be in tonight's lineup, although he was very excited uh, to be here. Lindsay? Yes. All this hockey news and, and things we have to talk about, I just want to thank you beforehand as okay. you're going to enlighten and you're going to teach me. Because t- to put it simply, I'm very hockey ignorant. Okay. So Yep, I'm you're gonna, in beginner skating lessons. Exactly. Yep. I brought my notes. I've got my pencil. I've got my notepad. So we're going to get to that. We haven't wait. quite made it out onto the ice surface for the skating lessons yet because we have to build up the confidence first. So I'm going to have you walk around in the warming area with your skates on, just so your ankles get used to that that rocking motion, to the, to the instability and to just the general athletic ask that is the skating motion. It is very unnatural. And so... Uh, it will be a very immersive experience for you and for all of our listeners because uh, the Golden Knights are obviously a big-time topic each and every day on our show, uh, as is the footies of footballs. We're going to get more into what's transpired since yesterday, which is more coaching firings, which is more rumor mills of who's going to be filling those spots, and uh, obviously starting to talk a little bit about the wild card weekend that we have ahead of us as well. Am I missing anything, Adrian? There's one thing. What? It was a big game oh, last yeah. night. We kind of missed it, Vegas. Not that huge of a college football town, but ladies no, and gentlemen, not yet. the not national yet. championship was decided. It was indeed. And it was not won by the University of Alabama, which I, for one, am shocked what? about. I, for one, am shocked. That's like an option that can happen that they don't win it? Apparently, yes, that is an option for like the first time since the bicentennial, essentially, the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> 
are national champions, which is a huge mongus deal for for that school. As I said, it's it's been a long time. Forty one years. That's a very very long time. And uh, their their quarterback, who had a had a great narrative, had a great story. Stetson Bennett, uh, former walk on, was in tears on that sideline. Very emotional. Uh, whenever you see the stories culminate in a championship, and it's a team that you wouldn't necessarily pin it on. I feel a lot more connected to those moments than another just a run-of-the-mill Alabama national championship. No, oh, 100%. Look, oh, look, a wide receiver they took, they turned into a cornerback to be Trayvon Diggs point five. Like, yeah. guys, it's just, it seems like they churn out the same stuff. And Georgia's been right there in, in terms of being uh, a, a national championship contender. It's just, they in the biggest moments, they faltered. I mean, they got smoked a month and a half ago, but... As you mentioned, uh, Adrian, we didn't really talk that much about that show yesterday, but I did watch a good chunk of this game. Did you? Yes. I mean, I watched starting from the halftime. I had it on my phone. Uh, mm. Katy Perry music video premiere. We'll get to that later. Oh, okay. Priority. I do, I do want to <laughs> say, like, and, and you brought it up to those stories. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things that, that stinks these past couple of years that, yes, the games have been great, but there's so many people that get turned off from the sport because they're like, okay. It's Alabama, mm-hmm. it's Clemson, mm-hmm. it's Ohio State, it's Notre Dame in the playoffs so they can lose by 40 points. And you don't get these these cities, these towns, these states that care so much right. but haven't won. And Georgia, like just watching, you could tell the emotion of not only the quarterback, not only the team, but there were tears everywhere inside that stadium. Everybody saw the vertical that Coach Kirby Smart got in the picture that's basically at the front page of everything of him jumping up as one of his players is is making the catch. And so uh, vindication in a lot of ways, right? It's almost like a curse is lifted. And so I'm sure uh, everyone got a full night of sleep last night. I'm sure everybody had had milk and cookies waiting for them. And we were absolutely in our best and brightest behavior. But celebration had to be absolutely uh, fantastic for that team. I'm sure they wish in many ways when the college football championship was in Georgia a few years ago, that would have been a little bit more fitting. But then again, uh, I don't think that state would say that they would uh, choose any other thing because as of late, it just seems like Florida started winning things and now it's infecting up the highway through the panhandle because you had um, Georgia Bulldogs win, you had the Atlanta Braves win. And then the Hawks made a deep run in the playoffs last year. Georgia's over here getting vindicated after years of just turmoil. Flipped blue last year. There's just a lot of things going on in the good old ATL area. 100%. And when you bring up Stenson Bennett, like, it's crazy to look back. Kirby Smart in 2017, this was a quote that he had on Bennett. That little QB, they call him the mailman. He'll probably (laughs) never play here. But I'm going to bring him in as a walk-on because he's tough as heck. Hell yeah. He just led them to their first national championship in 41 years. Mm -hmm. And his coach was like, yeah, we're going to keep you on because you got some gumption, son. We need your toughness on the team. The metaphorical chip on the shoulder and and what extra strength is gleaned from carrying that around each and every day, being told that you're not good enough, being told that you're not ready, uh, you're too small, you're too slow, and your arm is just not what it needs to be and doesn't really ultimately matter because – He's part of that history for forever. He helped break that curse after 41 years in that national championship game. But actually, a player that really stuck out to me, George's Bowers. I I, I don't know his first name, but he was either a tight end or a wide receiver. Very reminiscent of Travis Kelsey in the way that he runs. Because, like, 
Kelsey, for some reason, he just looks like he cuts through people and just the field at a different pace than most people. And I'm trying to figure out why. I think it's based off of where people carry their weight because this Bowers kid whose acceleration was so quick, he would get the ball and then all of a sudden he would get downhill really fast. It like and a he's progression. huge, just like Kelsey. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so it, it looks like the zip comes from the shoulders. It's so smooth. There's no head bobbing. We talked about that uh, all the time training, uh, growing up in, in hockey circles and goalie circles and pretty much any athletic um, competition whatsoever. You got to stay low in your stance. You can't stand up and then get back down and expect to be, like, ready for anything, right? Especially versus Alabama. Right. And and as you bob up and down, that your body has to work itself back into, quote-unquote, shape in, quote-unquote, that tension point that allows you to get that explosion. And so I think with the lack of head movement, carrying that weight up in the shoulders, it allows the Bowers character to lean a little bit more forward in, in his just running stride. So he's able to get downhill quicker. And I'm going to watch Kelsey this weekend and see if I'm seeing the similar things. Because I just, again, I, I notice when people move at a different pace and just in a different manner. Very specific type of gazelle, these two people. Very and specific type. He scored that touchdown to make yeah. it 26 to 18. 100%. And I, I think it's cool for Georgia not only to get the vindication of this has been a long-time rival. Mm-hmm. Um, in 41 years, Georgia has had to watch Florida win national championships, Florida State win national championships, Alabama, Tennessee. A lot of teams have won in 40 years um, for them to be able to do this. And even earlier this season when they lost to them in the SEC championship game mm-hmm. and them being told smoked. they got smoked. They got absolutely destroyed. They weren't ready. They scored so many. They had... Georgia's defense has been phenomenal all this year, and they came in, and Bryce Young dropped 42 in them, and they had to hear that not only did you guys get outplayed and out physical, you guys were tired. You guys yeah. weren't conditioned, and they came in, and honestly, when Bennett, th- that fumble that I thought was an incomplete pass, yeah. that they ruled that it was a fumble, and Georgia took the lead, or Alabama took the lead, I was like, well... This is Georgia, and this was a nice story, and they fought hard. If they played this game, like, two weeks after the SEC championships, because, you know, there's a month off between that game and then whatever your bowl game is for holidays, but really it's just for extra practice time. 100%. I think we're going to see a change in that scheduling in the next couple of seasons because it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, Uh, at least just – with the way that everything else has changed in the collegiate landscape, why wouldn't this part change too? But do you think if they play that game maybe two weeks earlier, say right before Christmas or even on Christmas Day, because you know those kids were at practice that day every that day too, anyways? Do you think Georgia wins? Because you have a whole month to sit and stew about it, to prepare for it, to think about it, to to break down film. But I think if you have a, a shorter window, that that momentum from the loss probably bodes way bigger of a a shadow than it would when it was played last night. And I hear what you're saying, and and I'll disagree to a certain extent because I'll still say it's a toss-up because both teams are so talented that if they play ten times, five times Alabama's going to win, five times Georgia's going to win, especially when it's not a secret. It's Alabama is the top dog when it comes to the entire thing. Everyone goes after them. Georgia knows that they have to beat them. So – the entire season, oh, that's cute, that's cute, and it goes with every team. No, you guys are good, you guys are good, but do it against Alabama. Right. So they've had that in their mind, and then they had to get, they lost, they lost in a way that 
they didn't this season, and they've been dominating teams. And to have that done to you on that stage when you've been waiting for it for so long, that I do think that that embarrassment and that hunger to win and get over that hump would have still still be there, whether it was two weeks or the month that they had to wait. Yeah. And I have to ask you, when you're saying they might move it up earlier, before the uh, before the national championship game, it came out that the proposal to expand the playoffs mm. didn't didn't pass. They didn't want to do it yet. Was that the right decision? I think it's the right decision for this time because you got to remember for the entirety of the existence of the NCAA was basically run the same way until two years ago or the last year, year and a half. And so this constant growth model that we have present in so many of our businesses, especially in the world of sports, because we're talking about big time TV dollars, big time sponsorships, like it's part of our global and, now and, gambling, and, and local economy, like at, at, at so many differing levels. And so with a lot of that uncertainty and with the gambling aspect also thrown back into it, just we don't know how many people are working in each and every athletic department. <clears throat> these days right we think that everybody's full boat but they're not they're you're working with a skeleton crew pretty much all the way across the board in every faction of every uh job are we on break right now or are we live no we're good we're okay, good Okay, just checking because you hit the. i'm the getting excited hit. i'm, I'm no, clicking buttons it's okay it's okay and so i i think in terms of just punting it away and saying we're going to probably revisit this in a couple of years because we have to figure out where teams are going to be conference wise there's a lot of switcherooing going on with that uh, uh, it's a good thing, I think. Expanding too much too fast sometimes means you got to shut down most of your stores. That's what happened to Kit and Ace because they built off of Lululemon. This success. is Jim Rome. With Are it. you good over there? I am having major technical difficulties. Can we get the sliders like, to go Pump. all the way down besides the, the two that include my voice and yours? Because pretty much everything else is completely unnecessary. Uh, I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. sorry. You're Hold just, on. just very Hold lucky on. that I'm so professional and so good at my job. Yeah, you're keeping some people going. would swear. Some people would be completely thrown thrown aback and, and wouldn't be able to continue on. But you know what? I've been taking pucks to the face since I was about yay big. So Lindsay, just you're another tough. day, baby. And just I have a rebuttal. Day. You? So you don't want the playoffs to expand when you see Georgia win. No, I'm not saying I don't want the playoffs not to expand. Yet. I think that what their decision that they're making now, which is to table that discussion, is a good thing. That's what I'm saying. All right, I, I don't see. know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to to expand playoffs or not. I honestly don't know. I, I would. I'm taking the perspective of I think it's a good thing because stories like Georgia can happen. It, it opens oh, that like up Oh, like Georgia's more. story wouldn't have happened of because a, the SEC school wasn't going to make its way to an Like, that's the other thing. It's like, who they, are we adding the extra table settings for, truthfully? No, and that's fair that you're like, well, they're still only going to let a team, like one team like Cincinnati's going to get in. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Cincinnati and BYU or whatever UCF, you know, whatever it's just major. another SEC school. It's, we're not talking about the other. We're talking about, all I right, mean, what other SEC person is also going to get a play-in game? I would disagree because with NIL, like – Nick Saban is super upset because Miami hired Mario Cristobal and now he's flipped recruits that were going to Alabama because they're coming to Miami and Miami has corporate competition there. Competition breeds competence, Nick Saban. And, you should know it. And in Alabama, not only that, like this is all out on the open now. So yep. some of this money that they were getting behind the scenes, like it's flipped. We're doing the deals over the table. Yeah. Yay. So these cities yep. that have corporate sponsors and things like that, like they can now flip recruits. Where it, it Yeah, makes the powers it, aren't going to be as puddled as they used so to So it makes it more viable where, mm-hmm. you know, Alabama is still going to be a top dog. But 
This is going to open it up more, and the, the level, the, the playing field is right. going to be level. So the power, the people that hold the power now would probably be against what you're saying, then, right? AK, most of the SEC teams. So technically, it would be against their interest to try to open that up right now. This most second. of them, yes. And so, and that's why they're not doing it right now because if it were in the best interest of specifically the SEC right now, or at least in their bestest of interest, it would be happening. But it's not because the landscape of, of so many different places are is so uncertain and money it's just too big too big to fail and so sometimes you have to take yourself off of the line in general uh but someone who does not take themselves off the line who is nothing but on the lines every single sports betting type of informational tidbit is on that betql.com we talked to talk to joe ostrowski on the other side of the break on all those places you can put that cash why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you found the playmakers only on 1140 the bet las vegas Andreas on the line right now is the host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Joe, I'm looking at the BetQL.com page. 
as we speak right now, but we got to start with the most important thing, which was you singing my praises on Twitter last <laughs> week. Thank you so much for, for calling me out in my uh, victorious take that was the Chicago Blackhawks beating the Golden Knights just a few nights ago in Flurry's return. It was a great call. You were on top of it. It Thank was you. circled on the calendar. I've got to bet the Blackhawks on this date, and we got two to one, so great odds there. Uh, Lindsay, I do have to say, though, when, when I check out BetMGM tonight, I see Lindsey Brown's coming on. Okay, okay, I've got to clear the decks. I've got to listen. You know, I, I've got to reach out to Horvat and Quentin Mayo because why do I have to wait 10 minutes? 10 minutes. They tell me Lindsey Brown's coming on right now. Right. And I've got to wait 10 minutes. Did they make you wait on hold? The disrespect. It's outrageous. I wouldn't say it's um, disrespectful, but yeah, there, there's a little bit of a waiting period. But, you know, beggars can't okay. be choosers when you're on the big stage, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. How are you, you doing uh, this afternoon? We're doing pretty good. And then Adrian is here with me uh, conducting our interview again. We're talking with Joe Ostrowski from BetQL Daily. We have wild card weekend on the dock at the Raiders winning in into the playoffs and yet another walk-off victory. They're going to Cincinnati this weekend. They've played the Browns really well in Ohio. Uh, lost to the Bengals here earlier this year. But how do you think they'll fare outside against the hobbled Bengals club? Yeah, are the Raiders that hot team going into the playoffs? It's uh, it's pretty fascinating. So we sat here a week ago, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you do it. You were doing it all the time. Like, yeah, the Raiders are winning. They've put themselves in a position to make the postseason, but they're not scoring points. Well, that was not a problem on Sunday night in just a wacky, wacky finish, the way that whole thing went down. And, uh, of course, a lot of people are going back to the regular season matchup and the final score does not look pretty. And you could understand why, boy, they're at home. They're the better team. They're the hot team coming in the way Joe Burrow was uh, playing at the end of the season. But I always felt like six and a half points was way too much for Cincinnati to be favored by. And the, the betting market agrees with that. That number has come down a little bit with some uh, Vegas support here. The Bengals are now favored by five and a half. And if you go back to that game, it was wild. Cincinnati, I believe they were 8 for 16 on third down, something that, that is not that repeatable. And uh, we, we saw Waller's impact, um, net yards per play. The Raiders are top six in the NFL. I expect them to hang around in this game. And it, it feels like we, not we, but uh, much of the betting world just went a little too far and maybe fell in love with Joe Burrow a little bit too much with those gaudy stats that he threw up in his last couple of games. So have to keep in mind, it is uh, Zach Taylor's first playoff game. Same deal for Joe Burrow. Uh, feels like uh, just way too many points here. I think the Raiders are going to hang. Well, at the end of the day, too, uh, Joe, is Cincinnati hasn't been in this position for a while. And so a lot of these guys are going through this for the first time, including Joe Burrow, who had to sit out last week trying to uh, nurse and knee injury, but you mentioned how there's line movement. There are people putting money down on the Raiders. Are there any other matchups this weekend that are seeing similar trends or, or are there more severe line movements? Uh, not as much early in the week. And I think part of that is the, the lack of news that we have on COVID. So when mm. they changed the, when they changed the rules uh, a few weeks back, the NFL, they said, once you test positive, you are not going to be tested for the next 90 days. And what did we see with a lot of teams last week that had their spot pretty much solidified in the playoffs? All of a sudden, they went harder with the testing, and they had a lot more players test positive. So those players are going to be cleared uh, once they come off that COVID list uh, throughout the playoffs. So I, I think that is a factor. Uh, New England-Buffalo, we're still sitting here on Tuesday earlier in the week. 
Um, what we might see is some action on the total because it ex- is expected to be terrible weather in that Bills game. Want to talk about inexperience? How about Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback uh, for New England, in in a playoff spot on the road? So there's that. We might see some movement with Tampa Bay. It's only been about a half point, but we need some clarity on the health of some impactful players like Levante David, uh, Barrett, JPP, Fournette. All big news coming out from Tampa Bay over the next few days once they start to uh, release that injury report coming up tomorrow. Uh, San Francisco, Trent Williams arguably the best offensive tackle in the game. Want to hear about his status. So that could change things a bit for San Francisco. Um, Kansas City, I don't think it really matters. What do you mean? Just, the 12 and a half just, points? It's, it's not oh, supposed to be a close game, Joe? Pittsburgh's a train wreck. A train wreck. And I'm like, okay, really? We got to watch this one on Sunday night. I, and we get a Monday night game, which I don't know that is completely fair that you're setting up uh, one team here to have a very short week in the playoffs for the divisional round. And, and I was thinking at the end of the season, Cardinals and Rams, okay, th- these teams are not looking great down the final stretch. I want to fade them, and now they're facing each other, so we're in that tough spot. Uh, that That is sitting at four. It started at five, so it came down a little bit. So not not too much movement there, but Stafford looking terrible at the end of the season. Seven interceptions in his last three games, and then uh, – Kingsbury squad, it, it kind of looked like things were falling apart by losing four of their last five. So uh, that's going to be an interesting one. NFC West matchup on Monday night. Yeah, especially with the Stafford effect. You mentioned how he struggled down the stretch. And then we have to remember, he doesn't have a ton of playoff experience here. And, and that pressure mm-hmm. moment, being a team that's supposed to be making noise, that's supposed to make a deep run, and obviously has a coach that that's made a deep run before. Uh, how much do you factor in that pressure into that specific matchup? And just a lot of these teams that are dealing with high expectations, maybe like the Cowboys, perhaps. Yeah, um, the Stafford, I mean, we know this too well. It's it's the old stat. Look at his record against winning teams. It is not very good. And now he can't stop turning the ball over. That interception that ended the game in overtime meant that he was tied for the league lead with Trevor Lawrence, the rookie, uh, for interceptions. So, yeah, how are they going to – you know, McVay, we know about his Super Bowl run, but in recent seasons, his teams have not been playing all that great going into the playoffs, and that's been the story with Kingsbury. has that hot start, but his teams start to fade. I would look at just taking the points because I expect that that one to be a closer matchup. Um, As far as the Cowboys – there are a number of teams in the NFC, and, and I mentioned I don't really love the Cardinals and Rams, but the Cowboys are a team that when their offense is hitting, and uh, Kellen Moore, he's getting called by a bunch of teams this week with head coaching vacancies. When they are dialed in offensively, they can beat anyone, and that includes going to Lambeau. They can match Aaron Rodgers, absolutely, going up against that Green Bay Packers defense. And they were pretty much set with that number four playoff spot. Interesting decision that they decided to play the majority of their starters because they want the offense to be humming going into the postseason. But let's keep in mind they were going against second and third stringers against uh, that Eagles defense. So I don't want to put too much into the Cowboys putting up at least 50 points uh, this past Saturday. Now, Joe, I just want to introduce myself. I'm the producer of the show here on the Playmakers uh, Adrian Hernandez, Joe, how are you? 
Hey, Adrian. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. And as we start this relationship and hopefully uh, this friendship flourishes, I do need to start with a very simple question because, of course, you're all the way in Chicago. Deep dish pizza. Trash, right? Um, the, what people don't know is the majority of people that I know in Chicago don't love it. Right? It's not the top choice. Oh, it's my not goodness. The top choice. Tavern style pizza is preferred. And yes, when you have people coming in town, you get deep dish because that's usually what the tourists want and they hear about it if they haven't had it before. There are some spots. And it takes two it hours right. to make. Ugh, the geez. deep dish is yeah, like the like Las Vegas minutes. strip of, of Chicago. It's just what you have to do to make sure you check off the box of the experience. Otherwise, it's not authentic, right? I get it. I get it. But it's not my preference. A tavern style thin crust. Is my preference, and anytime you go to a friend's house, we go out for pizza, 95% of the time, thin crust is ordered. And I hate it when you turn on Sunday night, Monday night football, oh, let's do the Chicago thing, let's show the lake, there's Navy Pier, you see the Ferris wheel, and there's deep dish pizza. That's Chicago, back to the game. See, yeah, Lindsay, being behind the scenes and not being able to ask questions, I knew Joe was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. But now that I get to ask this question, it confirms it. Um, <laughs> let's let's get back to the sports, shall we? Um, and let's switch it to basketball. I just want to ask you this Sunday with the return of Clay Thompson. Um, uh, some some gambling controversy happened because of uh, Draymond Green, who's always causing controversy. Uh, so he he wanted to be on the court as everyone welcomed Black Clay Thompson from death. Apparently, it was a complete overreaction. That's neither here nor there. It was kind of ridiculous though. But him going into the game just to be on the court for one second and then immediately fouling out and messing up people's prop bets. Is there something similar that's happened in recent history that kind of matches this? Because I know a lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, well, the sports books lost a lot of money, but there were some bettors that ended up making a lot of money. So I, I heard DraftKings, they're saying that they lost about a million dollars on Draymond Green prop bets. What happened was there was a flurry of bets on all of his unders. Like something was happening, some information was out there maybe because of the people that that were betting it. So some of the sports books were really upset. Like, okay, it, we're legal now, so we've got to follow the rules. We've got to pay this out. So they're not all that thrilled with it. But the, the thing is, if you did get some sort of information, what the sports books – have the right to do is they're going to limit those people if they want to like you go on the list you get marked so a lot of those betters that may have taken advantage and they did as bet as much as they possibly could on those Draymond green props if they had some sort of information that it was going to be a, a short-lived night for him um they don't have to take their action in the future or maybe you can bet here but you can only bet $10, and that is one thing with the legalized market I don't love uh, that, that you do have to consider. If you do have some information on something and the lines haven't adjusted yet, um, maybe you can get some free money or what you think is free money, but it doesn't mean they're going to take your action in the future. Joe, it's a little hard for me to follow the NBA these days between hockey season and obviously the end of the NFL, but it, every time I log on to Twitter, it seems like there's a trending video of Ja Morant just throwing it down or making a huge <laughs> play. What prop bets are available specifically on him, and are there other players that are trending in the, in similar manner as he is where he's just playing at a different level than everyone else, and so why not put some cheddar down and see if you can be part of the party? 
So uh, with Ja, especially after he went viral the other day with that amazing slam, and there, there are a couple of big moments in that game, and, and they've got a big game tonight. So in, in what – it's not a TNT game, but what if Ja balls out again with the tear that he's on right now? Is he going to be thrown into the real MVP conversation? Because you could still find him around 45, uh, 50 to 1. And, and he had that injury at the beginning of the season. He missed about a dozen games. And that's something we've been talking about on BetQL Daily. Um, in, in this era, with so many players missing games, COVID or whatever, um, is missing a dozen games, does that eliminate you from the MVP conversation? Because if it doesn't, if voters are still open to the idea of Ja, I think there's a lot of value him at 40, 45 to 1 right now. So he's the, let me see, usually the seventh, the eighth favorite at most spots. So that's something interesting. And, and if you are considering it, you might want to get that bet down uh, before they take on the Warriors. And, Lindsay, I, I saw this amazing trend, and you, you tell me if you think there's anything behind it mm. in hockey. So the Avs, there are uh, people making some money betting the Avs in a bunch of different ways, but is it, it isn't your typical betting on them on, on the puck line or on the total. You can bet on teams to score in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the Avs are the Avs are on an 18 to 4 run, scoring a goal in the first 10 minutes. First period over, they're on an 18 to 5 run, wow. and the third third period over, even better. They're on a 24 and two run. They're pretty much good for four goals a night at least. Like they're yeah. one of those offenses. And so I last year when I was making picks specifically about the Abs, I was hammering a lot of those specific props of, of getting early goals or or Kale McCarr if there's like an over under uh, of total points like one and a half. I'm like over always because you assume he's going to take it coast to coast and get at least one assist. But before we let you go, Joe, since you mentioned hockey, what's your what's your best pick of the night tonight in terms of, of looking to make some money on an NHL game? Oh, let, let's see. Uh, I'm checking to see if the BetQL model has anything. It, it wasn't – there wasn't too much. Mm-hmm. As I run down this, uh, I'll tell you, they do like a five-star bet, Cincinnati-Vegas. They like the under, mm-hmm. under 49.5 as a five-star bet. And on the NFL side, the only four-star bet that they have is another under, San Francisco and Dallas. That one they put at, at 51 and as far as coming up in college basketball, I know uh, they've got Indiana State going against UNI as a 10-point dog. That's a five-star bet. And San Jose State getting 15-and-a-half at Fresno State. That one, uh, a five-star bet. So they like a number of things in college basketball, but I don't see anything this evening in hockey that, that – that the model is really big on. Sometimes you just have to enjoy the game as it is, and we enjoy whenever you are able to join us each and every Tuesday afternoon. Joe, have a great rest of your evening. Thank you, Lindsay and Adrian. Talk next week. All right, bye. That was the host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Joe Ostrowski. Be sure to listen to the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe O's analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. And on the other side of the break... Jack Eichel was on the ice today. We got to talk about it. When I'm gone, I'm never really gone. You think you're moving on, but it won't be for long. You'll see when I'm gone, I'm never really gone. You, you think found you're the Playmakers on, no only on 1140. Like that Las Vegas. Okay. All right. Is this Dua? 
Lindsay. Is this Dua? Some people watch the Katie? national. It is Katie. Ah. Because some people watch the national championship game for the footballs. Ah. But some people wanted to see the world premiere for this music video of this song that you're hearing in your earballs. It's called When I'm Gone. In your earballs. I call them the ear holes, but I suppose we both have to have our little differences that do separate us as Katie and Dua Lipa do. Uh, they do sound a lot like each other, though. I guess I've never really truly made that connection before. I like, uh, I'm with Dua right now. She has a song with Elton John, but. Yeah, you know, everybody has a song can, with Elton John right now. Can we talk about just very quickly, like, why Katy Perry and her management team and her PR was like, yo, let's release this music video during the halftime of college football because Southern white males is the fan base that we need to hit. <laughs> Like, what? Well, she did start as a Christian singer, so maybe we're just circling back to the original group uh, as they intended. But, yeah, I mean, there there are bigger stages. But you know what? Katie uh, just started a residency here, and so maybe that's truly the biggest stage. Right. And so I, I think that was more of just like the, the side one where we're, we're making a big announcement. But the biggest one you can find here each and every showtime that she does have. Is it called the Play Show, I believe? I think so, yeah, Resorts World. Something um, of of that fact. The music video was trash, too. It was just, like, so whoa, basic. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean it's trash? It That's was, not nice. It was so, somebody worked very hard on that. I guess. Because you didn't get it doesn't mean that it's trash. Okay. My shit. God. <laughs> Katy You're Perry's like, now Kanye deep West. Deep dish pizza really has offended you today. Uh, I'm on one today. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Today, the National Hockey League announced uh, coaches for the All-Star Game, which is being held here in Las Vegas next month in February. That will be starting at, or at least the voting will be starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Those names that you can vote on for said All-Star rosters, again, will be starting during an ESPN broadcast uh, live during that very show. But in terms of the coaches that are going to be there, well, Pete DeVore got an invite, so he will be at the helm of the Pacific Division team. Andrew Brunette, who stepped up in Joel Quenville's uh, absence as the head coach of the Florida Panthers, will be coaching the Atlantic. Jared Bednar of the Colorado Avalanche, very familiar with, with Jared uh, last season when he was in our division. They're back in the Central. He'll be representing and coaching the Central Division. Then Rod the Bod Brindamore. Representing the Metropolitan. Pretty good cast of characters there uh, to represent the coaching staffs for said All-Star game. Andrew Burnett's name being included is a, is a huge deal, I think, considering he didn't have that job until a couple of months ago. And so, uh, obviously, more and more details will become known to us as we move closer to that All-Star game. But one thing we do know that was revealed to us today is that Jack Eichel was on the ice in a Golden Knights jersey with said Golden Knights in their morning skates. Yes! The number nine jerseys that I've seen speckled throughout the crowds uh, at T-Mobile Arena. Is this like a big deal? Is this like a Clay Thompson return? Huge deal. Huge deal. The equivalent, as close as one could could get uh, in in the game of hockey, of the catastrophic injury, of the impact of the the player itself on the team that he's going to be joining slash rejoining. Because last time we, we saw him skating around in this league, he was in a Buffalo Sabres uniform, and he talked about today about it being an emotional moment uh, to be back on the ice. What a journey to be on and obviously had to go through quite a bit of adversity in terms of, do I get to decide what I get to do with my body? And so for that finally to culminate for him to be going through the 
healing process. And, and finally, at this point, it's those little victories that get you through those uh, dark days of rehab and everything else. And so we're very excited to see that Jack is at least in a red jersey, which means you do not touch him. Do not breathe on him. Do not even come near him. But the fact that he's out there at all participating in drills is a huge, huge deal. Uh, another big deal in the NHL, it's where we're kind of going through some some little news nuggets here. We're going to have your preview for the Golden Knights Toronto Maple Leafs game in the next hour. Uh, but today, one of the biggest names in hockey is returning back to the NHL. Uh, Nicholas Lindstrom, who by most people's uh, opinions, at least those who I trust, is top three defensemen of all time. Played his entirety for uh, of his career with the Detroit Red Wings, 20 seasons plus third round draft pick, multiple cups, served as a team captain for six seasons, many Norris trophies, many accolades. Uh, Jersey was retired as number five Jersey during the 2013-2014 campaign. He will be returning to the Red Wings organization in the capacity of executive vice president to general manager Steve Eiserman. He's truly getting his gang back together. And uh, Lidstrom follow the suit that a lot of the Swedish players do uh, when they retire from the NHL and they go home for a while. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a big change. The, the, the culture shock. I, I'm sure if you're coming from Europe, you're coming from Russia, you're coming from wherever uh, to the United States, but clearly I think they're probably using him as a scout over there in that capacity, but they want him more involved and, and there's fewer names as big as his in, in Detroit and hockey town USA. And so I think this is a, this is a home run thing and, and it can only be a, a positive impact on, on this league. When it comes to hockey, is this something that, that happens a lot where they bring in, you know, the heroes of these franchises to join the management? It's or not coaching? abnormal. It's just what, in what capacity are you bringing them in because you need goodwill because you just exactly. want the names around you because they want a job after the fact, or are they actively here in the capacity that they're working? Like, is he truly going to be, uh, serving the duties as the vice president. And I think there's more and more players entering that realm just because we're at a, such a different point of diversification of skill sets where athletes aren't just at, they don't just do their sports anymore. We have portfolios, we have branding, yeah. we have all these things. We have to think about the after. And now we have more resources than ever before to help people envision that. And it was just more of a question of whether or not he wanted to be involved with the league in this capacity again. Like I said, it was about returning back to Sweden and raising his kids, I'm sure, and 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 helping that pipeline that produced him and, and so many great Swedish talents that have made their way over to the NHL and other international leagues. Uh, but sometimes you can't stay away fully. That The itch is there, and I'm sure with Steve Eisman, he's been there for, I think this is his third season serving as the general manager. Uh, at some point, most of these guys are going to make their way back because that was a pretty uh, elite locker room when it came to the glory years of the Detroit Red Wings. So to to leave that talent or uh, in, in retirement and not use it in their rebuild to try to recreate those very glorious days, I think, would be foolish. But Stevie Y is not one of those people. But we are one of those people that needs to move on with our time. Blast from the past. On the other side of the break, the bet, 11 for Playmakers, only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Hell yeah, Jimmy Neutron theme song. Oh, my childhood. Oh, goodness. If you know, you know. Yeah. 
You were a real one. Bark, bark. You got Goddard on there and everything. Susie Carmichael. We had Carl. We had Sheen. Just a really underrated classic cartoon. Dude, I can't wait to show my son. The Jimmy Neutron movie, their their title song, you know, because all animated films have uh, a big time artist do just a song for the credits, was Pop by NSYNC. That's when you know. It's big time. Underrated classic. Like movie first, then the TV series. A historical show. Uh, to say the least, with Jimmy Neutron. But we like to add some knowledge to our show each and every day to close out our first hour because it's more than the sports. And so our blast from the past today, in addition to today being the anniversary of the 1964 ruling of the U.S. Surgeon General announcing the definitive link between smoking and cancer, set a few precedents, don't you think? Yes, going good forward. day. That was a good decision. Uh, according to my waterlogged book that I found in a bin in my basement from 20 years ago because I bought this at a book fair and it gave me all the world records to keep track of as a child, the world's sleepiest animal, at least in 2001, was the koala. Koalas are up there for me in terms of greatest animals of all time, Adrian. Huge exactly. fan. Huge fan. Uh, and a koala will spend the majority of its day sleeping 22 hours. Not enough time for me. Not enough time. I, sometimes those nap days you wake up at 20 minutes later, you're like, I'm tired again. I've just done too much. I must go back to sleep. The slumber must hit me. Uh, it has super sharp claws and nimble feet to help hold on to the branches. Even when it, it is going night, night nocturnal animals so they basically walk around at night for those two hours where they're probably just shoving eucalyptus leaves right into their big fat mouths apparently one to two pounds of those leaves every single night adrian the koalas among other people in the las vegas area you know i'm not really mad at that because koalas Uh -uh. can do what they want because they're cute don't they have herpes though whoa or they have they have some sort Listen, of if you touch you them judge. if you touch them you we gotta take some medication. They're this not I the know. Only ones. This I know. We'll Google it on the other side of break. We'll let you know. Sports. We'll be back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.